0: to a new episode of the Good Faith Idea Exchange. For today's episode, I sit down with Brooke Young. Uh, Brooke is a former news and sports broadcaster, former Disney princess, a vocalist turned speaking, personal presentation, and visibility consultant and coach we really get into, um, you know, more of a conversation about the power of communication, um, the power of human connection and the importance of creating personal presentation and skills, um, the psychology of communication and how developing your personal presentation and developing good communication skills, um, how important of an investment that is that you can that you can create. She is the creator of a three-month course called Timid to Thought, which she'll talk about um, later on in the episode. But you know, I think the important thing here is, um, you know, learning and understanding the importance and power of communication. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. This is the last episode of season two. So, um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy it. Yeah, first, um, Brooke, if you could
1: tell me, um, you know, just a little bit about your background. Yeah, I I understand you were um, a news and sports broadcaster and a Disney princess, among other things.
2: Absolutely. Everything that I do or have done in the past is very much with the central theme of connecting with other people, communicating with other people, and just generally being in the presence of other people. I was a natural born introvert, a natural born performer. I started when I was just five years old. And so viewing speaking and viewing communication and that as a career path came so naturally for me because it flows so effortlessly with performing and with connecting. So I was a Disney princess, of course, I performed on stage, I performed as an actual face character, and I learned so many interpersonal communication skills from that experience. I worked for Fox Sports Ohio, so I was a sideline reporter, I also was an interview host, which was absolutely magical to be able to have one-on-one conversations and just lean into that. I have also worked in the Ohio capacity in news, I authored a children's book, and I serve as a speaker. My day job is actually a communication, speaking, and personal presentation consultant and coach, and I love creating thought leaders for a living.
1: Nice, nice. Yeah, that that is definitely what I wanted to hear. That's that's awesome. Well, if you could sum up um, everything that you've learned over the years, you know, about communication into just one or two sentences, uh, what would it be, and and why?
2: Communication is validation. When we are communicating with someone just like us right now in this conversation, we are looking A to be seen and B to be heard. You are looking to hear my story, and I am listening for your questions so that I can answer them. Regardless of what type of communication we are embarking on, even if we are public speaking on a stage, we are having a conversation with the audience through nonverbal feedback, through direct feedback, through nods through facial expressions all that is part of a conversation and that conversation boils down to validation we want to be seen and heard and other people want to be seen and heard
1: yeah yeah absolutely um i think that's something that's very true for everyone it it, it just kind of reminds me of uh something that uh from actually a previous uh episode of this podcast uh we did a special um for Memorial Day, and um I had spoken to a couple um couple fellow vets, and uh, one of them uh he was an army vet, and he was mentioning that one of the things that you know when people think about veterans and um what sorts of things do vets look for, one thing that um he had said was uh, many many of us just don't want to be forgotten like I get." everyone wants to be seen. Everyone wants to be heard. Like right now we're doing this podcast together. You know, people want to be seen and heard. So, um, you know, I
2: you segued so perfectly right there for me. So I have a longstanding history with veterans. When I was Mm -hmm. nine years old, I trained my first therapy dog. It was a golden retriever and that's a quite unconventional hobby for a nine-year-old female, but nonetheless, I did it anyways. And I trained a therapy dog and we went into nursing homes every single week for roughly five years. And that's where my whole aspiration and love of bringing multigenerational communication to the forefront came from. Because I would sit down with veterans and I would learn about the Korean War and the Vietnam War and the Great Depression from a firsthand perspective, not from a history book, not from a documentary on TV, but from a living, breathing person who told it with emotion and feeling. Mm-hmm. And I learned the art of storytelling. Very much of what I learned came from that exact experience. And the wars have always fascinated me since.
1: That is interesting. Yeah. And, and, and that's, you know, that's something there right there about, you know, it's one thing, you know, if you're in school and you're learning about something in a, out of a textbook or Worksheets or whatever. Even now, I mean, you know, things have changed drastically since I was in school. But you know, even now, you know, you might even read something online. But to actually hear something, to hear a story told, you know, from someone and see the look in the see the look in their eyes when they get to a certain point, or hear the change in you know their their, their the the inflection in their voice from Um, something that they're talking about, um, you know, certain things that you kind of have to feel as opposed to just same old, same old seeing, seeing and hearing and everything. Um,
2: Stories bring people alive. And that's one of the reasons I love storytelling and I'm a huge advocate for it is that storytelling emotes. It brings us alive and it takes us from a person and turns us into a living, breathing character almost people can invite into we can invite people into our journey when we're storytelling we can invite people to contemplate how they would have thought or how they would have felt and that's how you really form connection
1: right well as far as you know i mean you already you know spoke a little about um some of the veterans that you've worked with but you know some of the other people who you've worked with you know up to now would you say that they have anything in common or Is there um, a particular case that, you know, especially stands out to you?
2: There's a common thread really between everyone that I work with or many people that I work with. And it's that these people have amazing, hidden, uncovered stories that for whatever reason, through societal programming or conditioning or what their second grade teacher said when they, you know, 30 years ago, They feel that they can't be open and they feel that they can't share in a way that feels natural and expansive. So I teach people how to publicly speak, how to speak to media interviews, just like we're doing now. I teach people how to communicate better at work. Even we touch on interpersonal communication because it drives a lot of what we do. But the people that I work with have these amazing stories and these magnificent ideas that are not getting out there into the world because they're not sure how to take their kernel and their seed of an idea and turn it into something concise and clear that people want to consume so I take timid people or people that for whatever reason just haven't taken the step yet and I turn them right into thought leaders
1: hmm. yeah yeah I, you know I, I feel like um, I feel like strong communication skills are and an application are, important for any successful um, for any su- for any successful connection like any successful friendship or or even a relationship to to eventually arise um, have you found that to be true and and also is there any advice that you might have for someone trying to be a better communicator with um, a good friend or or their significant other
2: Absolutely. Tyrone, you just asked me the question that I've been waiting for all day. Okay. Communication with the people that we love and the people that are in our lives is so important. And so a little motto, mantra, whatever you would like to call it, that I tell my clients is that clarity is kindness. What I mean by that is so often we're unclear in our communication, whether we're publicly speaking, we're on a media interview, or we are talking to our dog walker. We are unclear. And so when we're unclear, we're being both unkind to ourselves and unkind to the other person because of the unrealistic expectations on both sides Then, If you want to be kind to the people in your life and the, you know, your audience, if you're an entrepreneur, if you want to be kind, you have to be very, very clear about the value that you provide, about how you're feeling, about your story. That's what's kind conciseness, clarity.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah, I would agree.
2: And that's probably not what you expected me to say, is it?
1: I mean, not really, but it's definitely something that I that I agree with. You know, definitely. Uh, I
2: have another one if you're open to it. Sure. So I will start talking my princess background. I know everyone has probably been waiting for this moment. Okay. So i was the face character and you would see a line of, 50 kids and it was hot and it was sweaty, but every one of those 50 children needed a different experience. And this is how I explained delivery. Some kids needed me to hug them. Some kids did not want to be hugged. Some kids wanted to ask me questions or some wanted me to ask them questions. Every single child needed a different delivery style for the experience to be magical, for them to run back to their mom and say, oh my goodness, I met X, Y, and Z and it was the best day of my life. I couldn't use a cookie cutter approach for every single one of those kids. They all needed something very different and I had to be adaptable and flexible and make my delivery on point for every child, regardless if that child was special needs, if they were scared of me, if there was five kids, I needed to learn how to split that attention. So being flexible and being adaptable in your delivery, regardless of what you're communicating or how largely or smallly you are communicating is paramount to success.
1: Hmm. Okay. Well, um, that that, that kind of goes into my next question. Um, what would you say are some of the biggest challenges facing people from, from a standpoint of human connection? You know, I mean, I mean, and also, is there anything you'd say that we have forgotten as a society in terms of effective communication?
2: Tyrone, what a difficult question to ask me. And it's one that I get asked a lot. And I oftentimes have different answers. Okay. So one of the reasons that I'm so interested in human connection is that I've always been able to relate to people exceptionally well, whether you're talking about a 95 year old, war veteran or a five-year-old child. I've been very successful in finding commonality, but not everyone is. And they think of human connection as this very, very difficult or very frightening topic, but it's not. Human connection really boils down to, I am truly curious about you. Please share about you. Human connection is walking into a conversation into a networking event, and you walk up to someone and you don't assume you know how the conversation is going, you let the conversation flow, you let the connection happen. And you genuinely are curious. So if they tell you that their favorite fast food restaurant is Taco Bell, you ask what their favorite, you know, item at Taco Bell is, I actually do not eat fast food. So that was a bad example, okay. but it's genuinely being curious about the lives of other people. That's the spark of connection. Hmm.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, what impact would you say, if any, has technology had on human connection over you know just the past 20 years?
2: There's been a huge change and I'm sure you've noticed it too over the course of your life have you noticed it of course the shift in egocentricism people yeah. are always sharing their ideas on Facebook and of course you should be sharing your ideas on Facebook but it's equally important as much as you are sharing you should also be learning and that's what technology makes us forget sometimes sometimes we think that Oh, it's not important to engage with my best friend and really understand her mindset about her finances or wow. her health. When you start to have those conversations that are deeper than how is your day, how is your weather, and you dig into tell me about this, tell me about that, that's where you start to delve into what technology made us lose because technology, it's easy to have surface level interactions. We do it all day long but that doesn't feed our soul and that doesn't truly satisfy us. And we can have those connections online, but you've got to be intentional and ask questions that go beyond how was your day? How was your weather? Right. It's making it a priority because with technology, it's easy to get discombobulated.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and um that's something that you know has only grown it seems um over the past five, 10 years. And I feel like, you know, well, I think you, you, you pretty much said that, you know, very well, I don't think I need to add anything there, but. Uh,
2: <laughs> well, yeah. probably noticed by now that I speak in sound bites. it's a broadcast trick, a broadcast technique. So I speak concisely and clearly to one core message. Mm-hmm. And that's something I teach my clients too. So you got a little bit of coaching here, Tyrone.
1: Sounds good to me. Sounds good. Oh, to me.
2: take it. Take the free value.
1: Hey, I'm always open to learn. What effect uh, would you say COVID has had? Has had on this as well?
2: I love these hard hitting questions. They are so much deeper than surface level, which is just what we were talking about. Absolutely. Mental health and emotional health play a tremendous role in our communication and our communication style. If you're an entrepreneur and you have a digitally based holistic health business. During the pandemic, you were isolated. Maybe your kids were home and that wasn't typical for you. Or maybe you and your husband are not used to living in the same home 24-7 and that was a strain on your marriage. It doesn't matter. You know, Emotional and mental health impact the way that you communicate and the way that you speak, whether or not you realize it. So if that woman was feeling stressed in her personal life, And she went to go on her client meetings. Well, her communication is going to be different than if she was open and not stressed. COVID brought mental and emotional health to the forefront for so many people, myself completely included. And we had to work through a lot of stuff that maybe we hadn't thought about in quite a few years. Many of my clients reported that they were thinking backwards in their lives during COVID just because of all the time that they had. And they remembered instances in one particular client. She remembered an instance where she had prepared so hard for a school presentation only to have the teacher very derogatorily remark to her and make fun of her after her presentation. And it wasn't something she'd thought about in a decade, right? But for some reason, when she was going to do live videos for her business, that memory came up during COVID. Our mental and emotional health flared up, and it caused all sort of pro- all sorts of problems underlying that we didn't know we even had.
1: Gotcha, right, right. Well, outside of that, is there anything else you'd like people to know about communication and human connection?
2: I love everything that I have shared today. I will jump back up to the very first question question and just give a little bit more clarification on my journey. I realized I didn't timeline it for everyone. So I started off as a musical theater performer when I was about five or six years old. I was a vocalist. I was a dancer. I was an actress. So I learned a lot of foundational skills there. Then I moved on to character performing. I was a broadcaster. Basketball was my specialty. Fox Sports Ohio. I moved to news. I authored children's books. So that's the timeline. And I am where I am today Hmm. doing what I love to do, which is help other people shine and help other people get their ideas out there into the world and create that ripple effect. So there's the clarification on the timeline, if anyone was curious, but with communication, the most important thing to keep in the forefront of your mind as you go about your day is that you don't need to be perfect to make a really profound impact. Your communication doesn't have to be flawless to feel that you're changing other people's lives. Because as you have heard over the past episode, I'm certainly not flawless by any way, shape, or form. But by improving your communication and improving the way that you feel about yourself, you can start to get out there and share the experiences and the ideas and the thoughts and the books and the songs, whatever you want to share that only you have, because you are the only person that has your background, your experiences, your mind, your heart. And so I always tell people, if you don't share what's been put on your heart to share into this world, it's lost without you. You're the only person with that perspective, the only person that sees it that way. And there's somebody out there that needs to hear it the exact way you're sharing it, and so I like to keep that in the forefront of my and everyone else's minds.
1: Gotcha. Well, that that's definitely it's um, definitely well said. Um, yeah,
2: I I wanted to clarify on the timeline just because sometimes I lose people. They want to know when I did what.
1: Right, right. I I I get that. I totally get that. Um, are there? Are there any special initiatives underway um, on your end that you'd like to mention?
2: Oh, I'm so excited to mention this. So I do one-on-one coaching. And then I also am doing a program as well called Timid to Thought Leader. It is a 12-week program. And it's a hybrid module of one-to-one coaching and support videos along with resources. And it's going to take people from the initial seed of an idea It's going to give them the foundation of speaking and the foundation of communication. We are going to touch on everything from communication, psychology, personal presentation and branding, because you have to know who you are to put yourself out there. We are going to touch on media and pitching and how we can structure media interviews. We are going to touch on a wide variety of topics but it's essentially going to take people from the bare bones and the bare minimum and make them equipped and empowered to show up as the thought leader they've always wanted to show up and sell their book and speak on the stage and get the promotion, whatever they're aiming for, this program will take you from step A to step Z, all without the overwhelm and the tears or 55 glasses of wine. I'm teaching every juicy secret I've learned in it, but I also provide one-to-one if you're needing support or if you're wanting, let's say you have a specific presentation coming up and you want a specific session to tackle that.
1: I provide that as well. Gotcha. Gotcha. That sounds excellent. That sound that sounds very good. Uh, All right. Well, um, that's pretty much that's pretty much uh, everything that I had for you today, Brooke. Um, I want to thank you very much. Um, Thank you so much for taking um, taking the time to sit down and do this interview with me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you.
2: Thank you for taking the time out of your day. It was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I I definitely enjoyed this and
2: oh, I did too. I did too. Yeah. yeah. I typically bring up some pretty interesting things. So I hope that the audience wasn't too snoozed by.
0: All right. And that is all for this episode, Brooke Young. That also brings an end to season two. We had a lot of episodes in season two, a lot more than season one. You know, I also recognize that I have more listeners as well in season two than I did in season one. I want to thank you all for taking time out of your busy days to give this little podcast a chance. It continues to grow, and I am always amazed at um, I'm always amazed at that. If you'd like um, more information on how you can contact Brooke Young. Um, you know, if you're interested in working with her one-on-one or if you're just interested in her, um, in that, uh, in, pro- in that program, uh, Timid to Thought, you can reach out to her via email at, uh, Brooke Elise Young at yahoo.com. If you need the spelling, that's going to be in the show notes, or you can, uh, join her Facebook group. The name of that group is on camera confidence, Brooke. So you can literally get there by just searching, going on your Facebook app, hit search. You can literally just type in on camera Brooke Young and in um, the results, just hit groups. And her, her group will probably be the, the number one result. Aside from that, I really have nothing more to say. Um, I really hope that um, you guys got a lot out of this season. And, um, again, season three will be coming to you, um, in January. So look out for that and thank you all very much again for listening.